Good morning. I've been thinking a lot about imposter syndrome. And imposter syndrome, of course, is this feeling you get when you want to try something new or different, or you have a dream or a goal that you want to accomplish, and you're like, ah, who am I to do this thing, right? Like, I don't have the qualifications. I don't know what I'm doing. And then if you start doing it and seeing success, sometimes people will self-sabotage because they're like, oh, everybody's going to find out that I'm a fraud, right? It's this idea that you're, you're afraid that you're going to get found out to be an imposter, And so that feeling comes about only when we are comparing ourselves to other people. So when you hear people talking who struggle with imposter syndrome, and I've struggled with it as well, and I do struggle with it, it's usually met with this idea. It's usually coming from this idea that other people are doing it well, and I'm not going to do it as well as them. It's comparison, right? So comparison trips us up because you can't do it like other people can do it. You can't. It's not possible because you're not them. You can do it like you can do it, right? And I really believe that we do feel like imposters because we are being imposters when we are trying to be like someone else. And so we're trying to deceive ourselves into thinking like, oh no, you know, I'm, I'm, on, my, I'm on my mission. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. But really your body knows, your soul knows that you're not being authentic and honest with yourself because you're trying to shape and mold yourself into a version of what other people are doing. You're trying to mirror other people. And I don't think the solve for imposter syndrome is just to give yourself a pat on the back and say you can do it. I think the solve for it is to really recognize in what ways are you, really ask yourself, in what ways am I not being true and authentic to myself? Am I compromising? Am I trying to be someone that I'm not? Because sometimes those feelings of being an imposter are just signals that you are, in fact, being an imposter. You are being fake. You are not being honest. And it's not, it's not something to indict you. It's not like I'm not saying this to be cruel or to be mean. I think that we know, our souls know when we are deceiving ourselves. We are trying to deceive ourselves. But we're smart. We're too smart for that. We can't deceive ourselves. Yourself knows that you are not being true and authentic to your vision. You're not being true and authentic to your work style, to the way that you're trying to present things. And so it feels hard and difficult and scary because you're trying to be someone that you're not. And that feeling of being an imposter comes because you are being an imposter. You don't see yourself as worthy already. You don't see yourself as enough. You don't see your way of doing things as valid or as worthy for being of being supported. Like you don't see any of that. Like you see yourself as less than. Yeah. So maybe the imposter syndrome is not coming from for some people it could be coming from a place of like lack, a place of scarcity, a, a place of, you know, feeling inferior, right? And so they 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 show up as themselves, but it's just like, oh God, I don't really know what I'm doing, y'all. Like I'm just trying to figure it out. But if you are honest with what you're creating, I feel like you can avoid half of that imposter syndrome. If you are honest and saying like, I'm not an expert and I don't have to be, <laughs> you don't have to be an expert to do the thing. You don't have to be perfect to do the thing. You don't have to be like this other person to be worthy of being supported and celebrated. Like if we actually accept the fact that who we are is enough, what we have is enough, and I don't have to pretend to be anybody else to be loved or valued or to be impactful, then imposter syndrome kind of dissipates, right? When I show up in the world 100% myself and I am honest and I'm not trying to fool anybody, I'm not trying to, you know, put on, you know, in a way that is not honest and authentic for me, then that erases half of my worries and struggles because people already know this is Alicia. This is who Alicia is. Alicia says she's not an expert. She says that everything she does is an experiment. These are the things that she's done and have worked for her. So she's going to help me with these things, right? Like, It takes the pressure off for you to have to be anybody but yourself.
So yes, imposter syndrome is real. I get it. And especially for black folks, it's very different because again, we've been taught we got to work twice as hard to get half as far. So you already come out the gate feeling like you inferior. You already come out the gate thinking you're not enough, thinking that you're not brilliant or amazing, right? Or as amazing as your white counterparts. Or for women, as amazing as your male counterparts. Maybe you do know that you're as amazing, but you have to prove to other people that you're worthy, right? But in doing that, you end up, by trying to prove to someone else that you're worthy, you end up convincing yourself that you're not. By, by spending so much energy trying to convince someone that you're worthy and valuable, you in turn lose your own self-worth, identity, and value. When you spend enough time fighting people, arguing people, engaging with people who don't see your value in the first place, you start to lose your own sense of value and worth. And so for those situations, I would say, if you're in a situation where you have to prove your worth to people, exit, leave, because you're going to be the only one that's suffering. When people make up their mind to misunderstand you, to not support you, to not see you, to not um, see you as valuable, they're already... It's not your job to convince them otherwise. Let them go, right? Because at the end of the day, you're going to be the one left wounded and broken and trying to refill and rebuild your um, self-esteem and, and confidence. But imposter syndrome, again, comes from, comes from a lot of different angles for Black women specifically. But I think sometimes some of that imposter syndrome can come from you trying to be someone that you're not. You feel imposter syndrome because you are being an imposter. You're not being honest. In what ways are you compromising who you are? In what ways do you feel like what you have to offer is not enough? And why do you think that you have to show up in the world like other people? The world doesn't need another version of the person you're looking up to. That person already exists. They're already doing that work. The world needs you. Your special sauce, like your, you know, your thing, like your little spice, your taste. People are waiting for you to show up in the world in a way that is authentic to you. Because that's going to bring people who resonate with it. The, the thing is, people can pick up what you're putting down. People can pick up on the fact that like, oh, this person, this person don't really believe what she's saying. Or this person is not really being authentic or honest. This person is forcing something and not flowing. People can feel that. You know what I mean? People can feel that energy. And the problem is, I think a lot of times we're trying to be accepted by everybody else when we should be focusing on accepting ourselves whatever that looks like, right? We should be focused on accepting ourselves and seeing ourselves as enough and as valuable so that we, when we step out into the world, we know that what we have to offer is good enough. And it's not going to appeal to everybody and that's not the goal anyway. We're trying to appeal to people who resonate with us, people we want to serve, people who are, who are for us. I do feel like everybody has an allotment of people that they are supposed to impact and serve and love and support and encourage. And just like when I share my videos or my podcast or whatever it is, my music, everybody don't resonate with it. And so I can take that and say, dang, I need to become more like what this person wants, right? I need to change myself, mold myself, bend myself in half, right? Break myself off to fit into this idea of what these people think success is or these people think talent is. Meanwhile, leaving behind all the people that already resonate with what I'm doing. I don't have to be someone else to be impactful, I don't have, like, I'm good enough now. I'm good enough now. You're good enough now. Who you are is good enough now. You don't have to, you know, it's really hard because we live in a world where everything is about certifications and letters behind your name and all this stuff, like, to qualify you for certain things. And yes, if you're a, a lawyer, doctor, um, uh, if you work in education, like, in the higher-ups, yeah, certification is probably necessary, right? But all, also, that stuff is made up. <laughs> like, every, when you realize everything is made up, 
And I feel like some things were made up and created to keep us out of things, to keep lay people out of things. Like, you know, shout out to the lawyers out there that understand legalese, right? I really feel like that language is used to keep people from understanding basic concepts. You know, like it's, it's meant to trip people up. And the more that you say, oh, in order to do X, Y, and Z, I have to do it like this person. I have to have this certification, this degree, right? I have to do it this way. This is the roadmap. You count yourself out. You count yourself out. You thinking you're not good enough only benefits people who want to destroy you. It doesn't benefit you to look at yourself and say, I'm not enough. How you could approach it again is by being yourself so you don't feel like an imposter in the first place to say, you know what? I don't have what this person has, but good for them good for them and also good for me because now there are people that I can serve they're serving their people but I need to serve my people so yes I feel like some imposter syndrome to wrap it up (laughs) some imposter syndrome is self-inflicted it's self is self-given because our souls know when we are being dishonest our souls know when we're out of alignment our souls know when we're trying to be someone else oh snap a woodpecker that's cool our souls know when we're trying to be someone else And when we are trying to be someone else, stuff does not flow. It feels forced. It's hard. It's rough. It's dry. We feel like we're putting all this energy and effort and nothing is happening because you're not being real. You're trying to plant fake seeds. And at some point, this image that you put forth has to come down because it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable to live a lie 100% of the time. And so if you're going to put forth a a version of yourself that is a lie, you're going to feel like you're in conflict with yourself. You're going to be in constant conflict with yourself constantly because you are betraying yourself. You're creating a split version of yourself, right? You're being, you're literally playing a role. And at some point you don't know what is real and what's not. And so that feeling of being uh, broken, having your having yourself split up into two things, right? It's at war with each other because the version you're putting out thinking that the version that you think you have to be and the version that you're putting out there is saying that the real version of who you are is not enough. It's not good enough. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not impactful enough. So you, you leave behind that version of yourself to be what you think people want you to be, to be loved, to be valued, to be seen. And that in turn is reaffirming and supporting the idea that who you are internally and honestly is not enough. And so the reason why you feel like, the reason why you feel like you're not good enough is because you're constantly telling yourself this. And so when you tell yourself affirmations like, I am enough, I am worthy, you don't believe yourself because the actions you put forth every single day is telling yourself that you're not enough. You're lying. You're lying. And at some point, like you don't, you, you, that version of yourself doesn't trust this version of yourself. And that's why you feel like an imposter because you are, (laughs) because you are an imposter. But when you step up and take up space and are really yourself, when you are really yourself, right? When you are like, I am like, just like I'm recording this video, this is who I am. Okay. I'm easily distracted. Like it might take time for me to develop my thoughts and my ideas because I have like a working idea, but to put it into words might take more time. Like when you are really yourself, you feel yourself flowing. You feel free. When you're not, when you're not worried about being perfect or worried about being professional or put together or trying to be someone that you're not. You know, I stutter. You know, I I have filler words. Like I'm not perfect. And because I accept the fact that I'm not perfect, it's easier for me to create. 
when I am worried about being perfect or being someone's idea of what is good or what is enough, that's when I feel trapped. That's when I feel small. That's when I feel scared. That's when I feel like I can't be who I am. That's when I feel like who I am is not enough when I believe that messaging. But when I step in a space and I take up space in only a way that I can take up space, I take up space in a way that only Alicia can take up space. You take up space in a way that only you can take up space, right? And it's both valid. It's both enough. But when you are trying to be someone that you're not, that's when you feel like an imposter because you are, because you're lying to yourself and you're betraying yourself and telling yourself every single day that you show up in a way that's not authentic to you, that who you are is not enough, that I have to become something to be loved, that I have to become something different. And so you abandon yourself. You abandon, you leave yourself behind and your soul feels that your soul feels the abandonment of yourself. But what if you actually took up space in a way that was authentic, kind, and loving to yourself? What if you told yourself that who you are today is enough? What would you give yourself permission to do? If you gave yourself permission to be all of yourself, if you literally want to be delusional for five minutes, delusional, right? If you want to be delusional for five minutes and say, you know what, who I am is enough. Even if you don't believe it, play pretend. Let's pretend that you're worthy. Let's pretend that you're enough. What could it do? What harm could it do? Take a minute and write down the things that you would do. And how you would do it your own way. You know, sometimes people have the whole, you know, the whole thing, recording videos, lights, camera, you know, makeup. That's not who I am. I ride around in my car and I, and I, and I park and I share thoughts, you know, and people still watch. Some people resonate with it. Some people don't, but who don't, who doesn't resonate with it is not my problem. They're not the people I'm supposed to be speaking to. And I think a lot of us are robbing the world of our talents, of our gifts, of our knowledge, our wisdom, our love and encouragement, because we feel like we have to become something different in order to be heard. But on the other side of that, there are people who are waiting for your message the way that you, sh- the way that you share it. There are people who, who have not gone to college and feel like they're not enough to share their wisdom and knowledge. But what I find as a person who is not a black professional, right, is that when people break down ideas in a way that's easy for me to understand, it's helpful. It's less intimidating and it opens the doors for people in a way that learning from someone else who uses big words and like, you know, have big ideas, like, you know, that not big ideas, but big, you know what I'm trying to say, like academic, academic, these birds are fighting, academic ideas, right? Things that are kind of above me. When people break it down in layman's terms, I feel like things are accessible now. Like Bitcoin, for example, we talked about this on the live. I don't understand it, but if somebody broke it down to me in a way that makes sense, great, Right. And so people count themselves out and discount themselves. People like me are waiting for people like you to explain basic ideas. You think you have to be something different, but there's a whole group of people waiting for you to explain things in a way that only you can explain it. There's a whole group of people on the other side of you giving yourself permission to be who you are and that being enough. There's a whole group. And when I really sit in that and rest in that, and it, does, it doesn't make me feel bad, it actually empowers me. It makes me feel like, okay, what I have is enough. Who I am is enough. And who I am is not an imposter. One thing I'm good at being is myself. <laughs> One thing I'm good at being is, is, is Alicia. And that's the only thing that I probably will ever master is being myself. And who I am and myself is enough. And me taking up space in a way that is authentic to me doesn't feel hard or scary Me doing things my own way because I'm not betraying myself. I'm not leaving myself behind. I'm not shape-shifting to be what people think I have to be, right? Like, it's like, it's like at some point you have so many split personalities, you don't even know who you are anymore. You don't even know who you are anymore. (laughs) 
Imposter syndrome got you out here talking out of both sides of your neck, folding yourself in half. You're one way with, with one group of people. You're another way with another group of people, right? You're, you're split off. You feel unstable. And so, of course, you're going to feel like an imposter because you, you've been faking this whole time. But again, when you give yourself grace and permission to be who you are, because the gift that is you blesses everybody. You taking up space and being the gift that is you, the way that you think, the way that you process things. On the internet, it's very easy to get caught up in an echo chamber. Everybody's saying the same things, the same way, doing the same stuff. And I feel like there is some some legitimacy to that, right? Like there is some, like, okay, yes, we're, we're all experiencing a lot of the same things. And so a lot of us have the same experience, the same lived experience, excuse me, or same, same viewpoints. And so we're going to approach certain situations the same. But if you find yourself mirroring other people, spouting their same talking points, saying the same thing because you feel like your talking points and your view, point of views is not enough, that's a red flag. It's a problem. Because at that point, it's not even the fact that you're regurgitating what you hear. It's the fact that you don't think that what you feel and what you know is enough. You know what I mean? And that comes from a lack of self-worth and a lack of self-seeing. I don't even know if you seek yourself. And even if you do see yourself, do you see yourself as worthy or do you see yourself as not enough? And so in order to tackle imposter syndrome, we really got to tackle, we really got to understand who we are, whose we are, right? What our um, perspective is. We have to under, sometimes you don't have to speak on certain ideas because you're not, you're not there yet. There are some things that I'm, that I'm still working through in real time and I haven't shared it because I'm not sure about how Alicia feels about that thing right now. You know what I mean? Um, granted, I've been taking other people's opinions and ideas, but I don't have to regurgitate it to be good enough. I can have a totally different opinion and still be valid because two things can be true at the very same time. <laughs> Three things can be true, right? Like, so free yourself from the need to be anybody but yourself because the way that you free yourself and heal yourself from imposter syndrome is by being yourself. Because if you are yourself, even if you know your opinions change, your ideas change, the way that you do, you do things changes, if you are consistent, if you are focused on being yourself, trying to be 100% yourself 100% of the time, you could never be an imposter. You could never be an imposter because you're not being fake. You're not putting on for, for other people. You're being yourself. And who you are wholly, like who you are internally 100% is not an imposter. You are yourself. And give yourself grace enough to be celebrated and be seen for being yourself. Stop hiding under who you think you have to be. And like I always say, that I say this to you, but I'm also saying this to myself. The reason why creating sometimes is so hard and so difficult is because I'm trying to be someone that I'm not. And that gets in the way. When I'm trying to be who I think people will like or what's, when I'm trying to create music that I think people will find palatable, it ruins it. It ruins everything because I'm no longer focused on me, on my creative process, on the truth. I am focused on people pleasing. I am focused on making people happy. And I, and I um, betray myself by seeking other people's happiness, right? And so then no matter what I create, it's not going to be enough. I'm always going to be insecure and unstable because I don't like me. Because I don't like me. It's not about them. It's about me. I don't see myself as worthy. So if you're wrestling with imposter syndrome, I see you. I get it. Me too, girl. <laughs> me too, friend. Right? Like, I understand. Um, but the work starts with us. And it starts with seeing ourselves as valuable and worthy. And um, seeing ourselves as worthy enough 
to share our own perspectives and opinions about certain things, our own viewpoints, our own ways, our own methods of doing things, right? Seeing ourselves as valid because you are valid. Your experiences are valid. Your viewpoints are valid and everybody don't have to agree and they're not going to. And that's not the point anyway. The point is to resonate with folks who get it because those who get it, get it. And you, your job is never, your job is never to try to convince people that you are worthy. Your job is never that. You're off mission if that's your, if that's your mission. You're off mission. Your goal, what, what people think of your stuff is none of your business. It's none of your business. As long as it's not harmful, that's a different conversation. But if you're not doing something to harm nobody and people just don't like it, okay, <laughs> like move on. But the people who like it will like it. There are artists that I don't listen to because I don't like it, but they, a lot of them have a big following. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there are people out there sharing the same, same message as I am and there's no competition and they're valid and so am I. And the way that I present it, I don't have the fancy lighting and, you know, the big intro and all the stuff. I have my car and my camera on my phone and that's still valid. And I don't have to be them to be impactful. What I have, who I am is enough. Mm. That's my affirmation for today. What I have, who I am, my experiences, they are enough. They are enough. And you are enough. Okay, so I see you. I love you. You are not an imposter as long as you are being yourself. So keep being yourself because who, who you are is lovely. Who you are is a gift to the world. Like literally, we fit like a mosaic, right? The world is like a mosaic. Everybody plays their part in their little piece, right? You're not little in, in a condescending way, but little as in like mosaic. So let's look at a big mosaic. <laughs> We're all supposed to take up space to make a beautiful work of art. And when you are not there, we feel that. My mom does puzzles all the time. And there was a puzzle that she had a few years ago and a puzzle piece was missing. It was just one puzzle piece. It drove her nuts. It drove her crazy. Like for a week she was looking and at some point she just gave up, <laughs> you know, because what's she gonna do? Make the puzzle piece yourself? But it drove her crazy. And I feel like a lot of the world is out of balance because people are not taking up space. People are not taking up the space that they are supposed to be taking. People are not being served because you're afraid of what people won't like you, what people won't value you, treasure you. Those not your people anyway. <laughs> Those not your people anyway. But the people you're supposed to be serving are missing you. And you're missing them. You're missing out on connections, on new opportunities, all that good stuff because you don't think that you're enough, that you're good enough. What, what is enough? What does that even mean, right? What is what is enough? What is enough? If we're ch If we're always chasing enough, we will never be enough. There will never be enough. Never. But we have to find contentment in ourselves and who we are now. I am not all that I'm ever going to be. And that's still okay for me to share and process. I am not all that I'm ever going to be. Lord willing, I'm going to live more years, a lot more years. I'm going to learn more things. I'm going to have different perspectives. And so the pressure is not on me to have to be perfect right now at 32 years old. Girl, what? I'm 32. I have so much more life to live, so much more wisdom to gain, understanding, like to understand. <laughs> like I have so much more stuff to do. And so it would be so unfair to me to be like, you know what, girl, until you like, until you feel enough or wise enough or good enough, you can't share nothing. I will never share anything. I will be in my grave still waiting for me to share something to be enough. No, you are enough now. Start now. You're not an imposter. You're not an imposter. Maybe you're afraid of being seen. Maybe you're afraid of being rejected. Maybe you're afraid of people not getting it and those fears are valid, but you're not an imposter. 
You are not an imposter. You are you and nobody can do you like you can do you. You're not an imposter. And you deserve to be able to take a space. You deserve to be seen and valued and loved and heard. And those who get it will get it. And those who don't won't. And again, them not your people, no way. <laughs> They're not. They're not your people anyway. So why are we putting so much energy and emphasis on people who not going to get it in the first place? Why are we giving so much power to people who not going to get it in the first place? We're literally giving over our lives. We're stopping. We're stopping. We're not living our lives because we're afraid of what people will think of us. And those people don't even want to understand us or like us in the first place. That's so much power we give people. I know for myself, when I value other people's opinions over my own thoughts or ideas, or even ideas that I feel like God has given me, like I'm worshiping those people. They're not my God. Their opinions, their, their approval. Oh, this person's so cute. Their approval. Those things are my God now. Like, I'm laying myself on the altar of these people's opinions, sacrificing myself, my dreams, my ideas, my identity for these people who don't even like me in the first place. That's wild. That's wild. We give so much power. Ooh, so much power to people who seek to destroy us. And we just hand over our power often, all the time, every day. And we don't think that somehow we're, we, we think we're going to come out unscathed and unharmed from that. No, you're going to train yourself to not see yourself as worthy because you're trying to chase approval rather than chase your own self, your own self-acceptance and love. Rather than accept the gift that you are enough, you chasing other people's approval and they're not gonna ever approve of you. And you throw down your gifts and your talents and your ideas and your brilliance to please people who don't like you, no way. That's wild. That's wild. So may we, may we see ourselves as worthy May we see our dreams and our visions as legitimate because they are. May we honor our own voice, hear the beauty in our own voice, see the beauty in our own experiences. May we be bold enough to step out and be like, let me take up space. Let me take a, a deep stretch. Let me get out here because I got stuff to do, right? I got ideas to, 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 to bring forth and dreams to fulfill and people to impact and love and serve. May we be bold. May we from this point on, see ourselves as enough and not as imposters but as worthy valuable human beings because like people say you're not a human doing you're a human being and you being yourself is enough you being yourself is all that's required that's all that's required is for you to be yourself uh, how easy how easy though it is hard to accept it when you step into it it's, it's just like breathing <sighs> what a gift it is to be me and who I am is enough and who you are is enough. You are enough. You're not an imposter. You are you. And who you are is beautiful. It's amazing. It's a gift. Share your gift. Don't don't rob us of the gift that is you. We want to see it too. We want to see you win too. So I love you and I'll talk to you all soon. <laughs>